Gaming on the Frontier. This is Bruce. This is Trav. And this is Jonathan. And I just want to say, I just took a vacation. We rented a nice bed and breakfast up in Innsmouth. And it was actually kind of nice, except for the, the weird looks and the, the, the seafood smell everywhere. Yes, but where else can you get uh, frog's legs of that size? Good portions. Mm. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things you don't want to try in that small town. <laughs> Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, and this week we are talking about strange towns. Towns that you go and visit and you automatically know something's off. Towns like Night Vale, Eureka, Innsmouth, Twin Peaks. We can list dozens of them. and But we want to talk about them and all the fun adventures you can have in them and also how you might want to develop them as a as a game master in your game okay yeah i'm gonna need some uh updating on that night veil one i've only been hearing that there's a podcast so that's pretty much it it is the podcast okay yeah i've been blowing up my feet over the past couple years so i'm like what is this and of course time that's the thing yeah yeah Luckily, I think most of the episodes are only like 30 minutes long, but I do recommend it because it is it is the city where every conspiracy theory is true. Okay, so this is ah. like a dramatized podcast? Yeah, it's done in the style of uh, Cecil Baldwin, who is a community radio DJ, and he's just reading you out the day's events and news in this crazy ah. town of Night Vale. So it kind of sounds like a creepy version of Lake Wobegon. <laughs> yes. Actually, it actually very, very much companion. is. That's yeah. It. yeah. Okay. It, it's, All it's right. Got, it's, it's very off-putting. It's very odd and very abstract, but also very whimsical. Um, the law is in Night Vale is enforced by the sheriff's secret police. Um, there is a dog park, but dogs are not allowed in the dog park. Humans are not allowed in the dog park. Don't even think about the dog park. Just, just avoid it. And like like Wobegon, uh, all the kids have above average number of fingers. Yeah, <laughs> and some have above average heads. Shh! <laughs> Quiet, you fool! We're not supposed to mention that. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I, I I got inspired by this topic was I I just saw recently that um, Welcome to Night Vale is getting its own. Uh, Tabletop RPG. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that on my, again on my feed. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll have to look at that later because this sounds a little weird to me considering the fact that he's reading. This. What he's doing essentially is just giving background. He's just giving flavor text and such. There's not, you know, it doesn't sound like there's any kind of a uh, um, narrative. Well, there is. He's, I mean, usually every episode is, is some new craziness of the week, and he's reporting live from his DJ studio. Okay. All right. But, then. but yeah, it's all he, – he doesn't – you never hear him go out on the – well, I take that back. I think there were a few on location 
broadcast, but it's all like he's getting information from people visiting the studio or calling in or in some cases the you know vast multi-dimensional hard just showing up in his DJ booth un you know uninvited. Jonathan, uh, what should we talk about first in this? Well, I think one thing if for the for the GMs out there, for the game masters, uh, I thought we might want to talk about what is a strange town because and what's your purpose is with it because like you can have as we're apparently going to see soon an entire you know campaign take place in one of these strange towns just take again any of the the movie or television shows we mentioned earlier as examples you know you can have your entire campaign be in a strange town or it can be a one shot just like what i would usually do for bureau 13 you just enter a town and on to investigate something and there's much more that meets the eye in this town but we don't have time to solve it so we're just going to solve this one problem okay uh, so like for one thing i'm I've, I've noticed that most of these strange small towns or strange towns almost always a common trope for them is some sort of secret or conspiracy uh that occurs early in the in the city's uh founding or you know shortly thereafter um like to use the example of eureka you know it was a secret town made to house you know the best and brightest scientists of of america it was what the manhattan project double this is you know kind of like just let's take the super smart ones and hide them away in this one town and give them to make stuff for us right sort of the same theory they they're using right now to make people who are working from home go back into the into the the workplace you know this <laughs> the synergy between you will cause amazing yes. discoveries and new you know whatever <laughs> New technologies to hit rats over the head with them. Okay, so there's some besetting sin that occurred up to hundreds of years ago, and you know the city fathers have, uh, and mothers have been trying to keep it quiet, hidden under wraps. You know, uh, you know, they who know know, and they who don't know don't need to know, right? And if you're not, yeah. if, if you're an outsider, you don't need to know. Unless, of course, you know, you happen to be, happens to be that one town where there's X number of people living in it. And, you know, and, and you're a replacement for somebody who died. So they really need you to know that, no, no, you're not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if you do, if you recall the movie, uh, you know, something bad happens to you. Yeah. So, anyways, it's, uh, it's, it's it was actually a, it was actually a very good movie because the whole time this thing went on, everybody knew the secret. The entire town was in on it. And this one guy who came in, you know, just didn't know what was going on. You couldn't understand why the, the, the pretty young thing in town was was so interested in him and, you know, wanted to strike up a relationship with him. And it kept getting more and more serious. And he's like, you're too pretty and we just met. He says, you know, he says, he says you know, and, and so on and so forth. And what she was trying to do was save his life because she knew that if he tried to leave, he'd be dead. So... I won't spoil the ending, you know, other than the fact is that this, uh, uh, 
you know, there there were there were a lot of issues, you know, and uh, and of course when he 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 does finally try to leave, I think they they lose a couple more townspeople who are trying to keep keep him from leaving, you know, so opens up a lot more more possibilities and such. So yeah, but uh, that was. Uh, that was an open secret. Okay, but you're saying that most of these cases, they're closed secrets, right? Uh, it depends. Like, you can, I could easily see um, some towns where, yeah, everybody who's a native of the town knows of the, the dark secret of its past. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an evil secret, but it is something they want to keep secret. Or it could be, yeah, only the, the few, you know, town elders... Are there some happy secrets they want to keep secret? Honestly, again, to go back, Eureka might be because it was nothing necessarily nefarious with its founding. It was just done in secret and using the best and brightest of, I think, that America had at the time. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that I don't think that was, well, I, it's been a while since I've seen it. It could have been revealed that they, they meant to make it a weapons factor or something like that, but... <laughs> That in and of itself, I think that one, the secret is more that this, the town exists, period. Okay. But yeah, most of the time you're going to have, yeah, these strange, out-of-the-way, rural, small towns that, you know, were founded by a group of cultists and managed to stay off everybody's radar until some poor schmuck comes barreling in. There was a Native American tribe who used to live in this area. They're all gone, though. They must have moved west. Yeah, yeah, just don't go digging. Or, um, or you know, something that... It, and you can even have it a little bit more recently, because uh, as we were uh, talking, I just this just came to me. You could also consider... Not really a town, but Elm Street could be considered a strange town, because there's always these, these strange teenage deaths in this one town. Yeah, and there was the secret that they were all trying to keep high hidden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of other uh, tropes. Can, can you guys think of any other tropes that you, you feel have to be or should be part of a strange town? Well, like I said, it depends on whether or not, you know, about who's keeping the secret. Okay? So, mm -hmm. you know, depending on, because uh, if, if everyone knows, then... You know, there's no no need to do some things that might be very suspicious. Okay, but for example, is in one example I gave where there's act the town is actually on an Indian burial ground. For example, okay, Native um, American burial ground. There are local ordinances that do not allow a below ground swimming pools. Okay, or you know all. Uh, uh, you know, things like pipes and things like that, they're all just buried under the surface. They don't really go very deep, you know, and which is a complete, you know, in violation of all the other, you know, standards. You know, the plumber comes in and says, this is totally up, not up to code. What, you know, why, why would I not, you know, what kind of sewer system do you have, you know, where you don't take advantage of the natural flow of hills or whatever. Instead, you pump everything with powered pumps that's that's ridiculous he says what's going on here you know and of course everyone's like this we just have a different way of doing things you know it's just and 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 you know it drives the the mystery it drives the suspicion of the people who are now suddenly becoming more and more aware that there's more and more strange things in this town but yeah we want to talk about things like that okay 
the local library has mysterious missing pages in their newspapers, uh, their microfiche files, uh, and or, you know, just, you know, there, there are books that are still in the, um, it, it used to be a little easier to do this because, you know, they had card catalogs. You could just pluck the cards. Yeah. Out of the yeah. Card. No one would know that they were ever there. But now, of course, with computers, someone has to delete it, which made to leave a trail. Anyways, but, you know, that's all good because, you know, you, the whole point of it is someone needs to figure it out. So, but I'm just saying is that there's going to be things that are missing that when you look at them individually, they don't make any big deal. But when you start adding up all the things that are missing. There's too much weirdness, too much inconsistency. Or it starts lining up. You know, things, you know, things are lining up. Uh, a good example of this is it. Because, you know, there here's a town, you know, with Stephen King's it. Here's a town that had a secret, okay? The thing is that everybody forgot about the secret because the secret made everybody forget. But the point is, is that every so often in its history, people would rise up and just massacre each other. And, and everybody was okay with that. And afterwards, everyone just kind of picked up the pieces, cleaned up the mess, went home, and never talked about it again. But there were still a few strange entries, like suddenly the town population drops precipitously. You know, there's a whole lot of headstones that all say, born so-and-so, died so-and-so, all the same year. You know, or, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's uh, stuff on church uh, registration records, okay? So, you know, it has a whole lot of funerals listed for a particular year. And you ask them about it, and they're like, I don't know, must have been uh, whooping cough. Whooping cough, you know, when it hit towns, would kill like five out of six kids. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and, and quite a few adults, too. So, you know, you could just you could just simply say, oh, you know, it was whooping cough or, you know, uh, uh, you know something in the water. You know, or something like that, but it's you know it's all fine now. We uh, everything's tested, but uh, but then things start happening, okay? Because the reason you're suspicious is because things are happening, you know, uh, new things are happening, but are that are actually old things that are happening again. So that's one of the things that makes towns weird, you know. But you have to so you have to have a cause celeb, right, to to make people realize that there is something wrong with this town, unless What's wrong with the town is really obvious. Yeah, because yeah. like Innsmouth, you know, if you go there, you you catch on pretty quick that you know, these people look a little fish-like. <laughs> Not normal. They've got the look. Yeah. Yeah, they have the look. And the ones that aren't, they're particularly more toward the father side. Uh, they keep, you know, hidden away to keep it in the houses and such yeah um so you have a whole lot of um uh, um home study going on yeah 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 it's like in fact you don't even have a public school here really everybody's home school oh, people okay. prefer to you know to to to, to you know take care of te you know of raising their kids themselves you know so and you're like, well, this is a backwater kind of thing. How how do these kids learn about the you know the great, newest and greatest you know technologies and things like that? 
Oh, we get by. We get yeah. by. We get by. <laughs> so uh, I guess I guess you know, Trav, we should ask the question. Okay, you if you wanted to say, what are the things that you would be looking? You know, as 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 a suspicious person, you know, generally, uh, what were things you'd be looking for that would kind of th show you that this town has some weirdness to it? Okay, what would be like red flags to you in a in a town? My my first thing, you'd be driving through and just seeing how the people are. If they're acting weird, if they're just given the look of. Okay, but what does acting weird mean? Okay, they're eyeballing you constantly, or they may have, you know, strange mannerisms about them, or, as, as I would say, the first thing would be just the people and how they're acting. I mean, obviously, there's a point between, okay, you're a new person in the town, we're just kind of looking, okay, here's a car I don't recognize, and, like, people are pulling in their kids off the streets, and they're shutting windows, and, okay, there's a point. That okay, no, it's there's something going on here. That you know, I'm here, and all of a sudden, it's you know, mothers pulling their kids in, shutters being closed, you know, curtains being closed because down. of you, or, or or your people that you brought with you, right? Some people are like shying away; they're shunning you. Yeah. Okay. People who are definitely uh, treating you as an outsider. Yes. Just you're you're getting the the whole vibe of okay these people really don't want to talk to me they don't want to interact with me and I mean they're they're really secluding themselves something's not right here out and out people shunning you on you know on the street and and separating themselves from you okay uh, how about you Jonathan any any red flags for you uh, very odd customs like. Um, they seem to have the, the town seems to completely shut down after 9 p.m. or after sundown, or just the like, reverse. Oh yeah, if it, yeah, if, but yeah, things where it's like you know you wouldn't expect in a small rural town of the modern day, because even today you you'll find at least one Waffle House that's open 24 seven or yeah yeah, yeah. Taco Bell stays open till midnight. But yeah, if it was in today's day and age and everything shuts down as soon as the sun goes down, not it, at it's a specific the, it, time. It, yeah, it's the old thing like, um, okay, I'm up here in the Detroit area, but I come from a little town called Belleville. It based the home of Techno, the guy, Kevin Sanderson, graduated from my high school. And I had the running joke that on certain days, the sidewalks roll up at five o'clock. That type of thing. But yeah, just even mm. modern day that, Okay, it's still shutting down entirely yeah. at this particular time. Yeah, that's still, yeah, that would be a red flag. Because even, yeah. Is this voluntary or do they have town ordinance that forces everybody to close? That's the thing. If it's voluntary, yeah. that's definitely going to be weirder. If there's yeah. a town ordinance, you, you might want to why this ordinance exists and it, it might be weird. But if it's, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's sort of just an unspoken rule that everybody agrees, yep, well, yeah, we close up shop when the sun goes down. Yeah, it's, yep. it's time to go on to, to bed. Yeah, you should too, stranger. You should get out of town. Hey, there's the town limits. Why don't you be on the other side of it? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I'll throw in. If 
Every time you turn around, the local, uh, the local police cruiser is pulling up and asking you what your business is. Oh, yeah. If, if the local law is constantly on you, like white on rice, then yeah. Yeah, and if they're not actually talking to you, you see them parked nearby and they're watching you. Yeah. It's like a, roll, a rolling stakeout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, just, they just go with you, you know, as you yeah. go around, you know, every time you come out. So and and they might be friendly. They might be the friendliest, you know, local sheriff or police chief you've you've ever met, you know, but you yeah, you definitely got you you get you definitely have the sensation they've got your their eye on you, boy. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan, you got something else uh, about the another red flag? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's kind of a blatant red flag, but w- the one native who seems incredibly nervous and is willing to talk to you and all he says is, you, you need to get out of here. Especially if everyone else in the town seems overly friendly. Yeah, that's the, again, we're going on the whole thing. If everybody's punk, nobody's punk. If everybody except one person stays away from you. Yeah. Just, okay, I might, there's a reason why he's going out of his way. Yeah. And usually yeah. this person is probably somebody who you would could easily see being an outcast. Like I think in Innsmouth, uh, the... Was it the Trouble of Innsmouth? It's called Shadow over Innsmouth. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, our main character meets you know, the town drunk and finds out, you know, basically the lore of the town from him. And, but yeah, he's already an outcast who, you know, knows that what's going on. And he is, I guess, not a true native. I guess he wasn't born there. It's kind of... But yeah, he's he's like the only person in the town who... Who lives in the town and will talk to the, the character. What I find even creepier are the ones that, that, like, you know, they don't tell you anything, but they beg you to take them with you when you leave. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, a, that's a big red flag right there. And, and they're like, you know, and, and you're, but at the same time, they're trying not to be too weird because they're afraid that'll make you not take them. So it's, so they, they but they keep slipping little things that, 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 you know, yeah, you know, don't go in the sewers. Don't yeah. you heading to Buffalo? You know, I've always wanted to go. Can I catch a ride with you right now? Right they now, keep wanting, they keep wanting to go? shake your hand, and there's a twenty in their hand, you know, and for gas money, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a time when that would have been good. <laughs> Somebody's doing that to me and offers a twenty. I'm not going to say no, but still, there are times to okay. it's half a tank now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. All right. Uh, so enough to get them out of town right yeah. Yeah. just get me past the city limits and drop me off i don't care just... right now you know outright bits of um uh as you mentioned shunning but there's, there's also the the other side of shunning where they they engage in aggressive uh well basically um bad behavior towards you so you know you you go in you know you know, to the local diner, and of course, everyone stares at you. You know, everyone talks while you're there. You know, the mu- the music jukebox keeps playing until the very end, and then it just sits there. And maybe someone goes up and puts it on another record, but nobody talks to each other. You know, they either look down and don't talk to you, or they stare at you. And then you order your food, okay? And the waitress goes and takes your order. 
uh, and takes it back, and you see the cook through the open window where they hang the the, the orders and they push the food out, yeah. spitting on your food. Yeah, yeah. Or no, not, and I'm reminded of the old trope of the old west, you know, where you walk into the saloon and everything stops, including the piano. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it still stops with a record scratch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, it's like, wait a minute. It's the old west. Where'd the record come from? Yeah. They had yeah. photographs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, but no, just, not very no, long, that, but they did. Yeah, I mean, that, oh, that actually, was the thing that reminded me of, you know, that type of behavior. Yeah. There's that. I, I think also another one could be where they're too kind to you. Where you get in and, okay, you're at the hotel and all of a sudden... The staff will, you know, oh, here's a basket of fruit for you. Welcome to town. And then you go to, you know, let's say you go to the diner and you're getting extra coffee. And, oh, here's a slice of pie. And, uh, yeah, and it's like, okay, there's a point where too friendly. And then you come out and you find that there's ants in the fruit basket and some of the fruit is spoiling. Stuff like that, yeah. It comes down to whether they want to keep you or send you on your way. Well, I assume, I mean, most of these cases, what you're saying, it sounds like they want to send you on your way. I would assume so, but... And there's more. I mean, bricks drop from rooftops onto your windshield. Or just to the top of your car. You know, so you get big dents in your car. Yeah. Or or you step back outside after going to the local diner and your tires are flat. Yeah. yeah. No, see, tires, you do that, then, they, then you can't leave, okay? No, you're right, you're right. So it's going to be other things that, that that basically, you know, it's costing you money to be here. Yeah, and then, you know, they go to the garage, you get, well, we don't have that part, we're going to have to order, it's going to take a week. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. And then they're just putting you through the ringer some more while your car's in the shop, and yeah. Yeah, it's going to be $300 for those tires, but here, have a, have a sodi pop on the house. It's going to vary on whether they're trying to keep you in town to make you the new resident or feed you to whatever they need to feed you to. No, no, it's that, it's that whole thing, depending on how they're nice you are. They can either have you for dinner or they can have you <laughs> for, for dinner. dinner. Yeah. <laughs> to serve man. It's a cookbook! Yeah. 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 Uh, well, if they're trying to keep you safe, but not telling you about it, okay, they can do what they did in this one, uh, in this one book uh, or story I read. It was actually a comic book, um, and this guy comes into town. It's getting kind of late, and all of a sudden, and, and everybody's like, you know, eat up, eat up, quick, you know. He says, you, you know, it's you know, the the road's out. You know, it's a bad storm coming. You need to get over to the. Uh, uh, you know, the rooming house, you know, and, and whatever. And, and when, you know, when you, when you dally too much, then all of a sudden the, uh, you know, the police cruiser shows up and it's like, oh, you know, he says, I thought maybe you didn't know how to get there. Here, we'll, 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 we'll bring you along. Yeah. 
We'll give you an escort. <laughs> S- Sally Jean, put this this nice person's food into a takeout bag. Okay, we well, needs he needs to get in and get a bath. You know, is you know before nightfall and stuff like that. So they all move move you along. Okay, and you go in and everyone's nice as pie and they give you a a, a nice room that faces the back side of the building, not the street side of the building. You know, and uh, so it's nice where it'll be quieter. You know, and stuff like that. And they, you know, and to get you in there. And uh, at some point, you know, you hear that they've locked the door. You find that they've locked the door to your, your room. Okay. From the outside. From the outside, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and if you bang on the door and no one comes, and so you're like, finally, okay, you know, I'm going to climb out this window and I'm going to go find out what's going on. And you do so, you climb down and walk around the front, and all of a sudden you hear this tapping sound. Okay, and you look... And apparently, in the middle of the street, the sewer uh, opening, you know, the round thing, cover, has been pushed aside, and this long, pointed uh, claw on the end of a tentacle has come out and is starting to tap around, you know. And anybody who's watched uh, Half-Life or some of the other uh, some of the other uh, ones where they've got tentacle monsters with big sharp claw on the end of each finger you know this is going on you know and if someone makes a lot you, and you see that and gasp it just stops and you know pulls away you know disappears and then starts coming back out again and starts tapping now it's more aggressive and it's like you know you go over and try to go back into the house all you know, all the windows on the front of the street have shutters. They're closed. Okay, the door to the hotel is closed. Okay, and locked. And it doesn't matter how hard you bang on the door. You know, no one's coming to answer you. And you're like, um, I just made myself dinner. You know, and you know, and you try to well get away from this 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 opening. And you know, and you move further down the street, and you see another one coming out. The next one. And you just realize that the entire street, you know, and the surrounding streets, this entire sewer line is filled with these things. And they're looking, looking, they're hungry, you know, and you've trapped yourself out there. And, you know, especially, if, for example, if the, if the drop off, you know, from your room down is a little too much for you to return. So unless you can find yourself a nice long ladder from someplace like the, you know, like, like the hardware store or something, you know, they... Uh, or a painter shop or something, you, you're not going to be able to get back to your room. So that's one of the creepy stories I read. I was a, a small kid. Man, that seriously creeped me out. Uh, I think I had nightmares from that one. Because <laughs> it was in a comic book, you know, and I was a little kid and I read it. So, But it was not a comic book for little kids. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were all in on the secrets, and they all were trying to protect you, but you insisted on finding out what was going on and probably didn't live to tell the tale. Yeah. But that's where having more people in your party can help, because, you know, know, then, then you can... They can make a human ladder or something, or put down a sheet or something to pull you back up to the room just as the tentacle is coming around the corner, tapping, tapping, tapping towards you. <laughs> yes, for some strange, you know, this, 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 this apartment, this uh, bed and breakfast is entirely not following code. There's no fire escape on, on, on the sides of this building. 
No, no fire alarms, nothing. You just- well, no, they have fire alarms, but they, you know, they don't have fire escapes because that would give purchase for this thing to cl- crawl, climb its way up to the second and third floors, possibly, possibly mm. go in through the chimney and down. So, yeah. Anyways, so that's that's the example. Uh, I, hopefully, that was as creepy to you as it was to me when I read it. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Jonathan. Any more red flags you want to mention? Hmm. Let's see here. Red flags. The first one, the, the the next one I can only other one I can think of is, um, like when you ask a question about like the town's history or something, and everybody gets real quiet. Especially if you're asking about like a specific time period or. Or uh, specific family. Oh yeah, or yeah, or yeah, family. Like if the town is like a or a specific place. What's with that old haunted house up on the hill outside of town? Uh, 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 uh. What? No, you don't need to worry about that. It's not haunted. We don't talk about that. It's not evil. It's just misunderstood. That's just that's just the old man Jenkins place. It's 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 run down. I'm surprised they haven't torn it down yet. (laughs) Anyway, so about that pie. Can I get you fresh foot cream? Maybe warm up that coffee for you. Want some ice cream? Need need some cream for your coffee? Oh, look at the time. You need to hurry on if you're going to make it to your next stop. You have such, you have the cutest little boy. He's you know, he's so handsome. You could just eat him up. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the kid's got that look like no, yeah. This <laughs> kid knows what's going on. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to get eaten, Daddy. Oh, honey, it's just you know, it's just it's a just sa- an expression. It's just an expression. It just means that you're super super cute. I don't think so. Yeah. <sighs> Holding, holding the teddy bear or the whatever uh, as tightly as possible. You know, you, the vein. You know, you see the, you know, tendons. You know, <laughs> on their hands, they're squeezing so hard. It's pretty bad when you're seeing the teddy bear's eyes bug out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, another thing for me is unusual uh, insect or. Uh, uh, or animal, animal activity. Okay, yeah. so you got uh, packs of dogs or cats or birds. Okay, that that seem to fly around, you know, and roost, you know, and stare at you. As you said, you know, uh, seems like you know, no matter what people do, they still seem to have lots of spiders. Uh, uh, in every little nook and cranny, and every morning they go out, and there's more of them. You know, I mean, they basically repaired all the the work that you might have done the previous day, you know, or you know, you kick o- you kick over uh, 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 or you kick a rock and it bangs against this you know a, a can a garbage can over on the side and this this horde of something just streams out from underneath it, you know, in all directions, but especially towards you. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah, okay. Um, I have a, um, a, a a card game which is called Dark Cults, and it has wonderful illustrations in it. And one of the creepy illustrations that are in it is the group of people wearing robes, covering their faces, carrying a coffin down the street. You just randomly turn a corner, and there they are doing that. 
And again, nobody else in town will even acknowledge it. Right. Well, it's either at night where everyone's gone to sleep and, you know, as you say, the, 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 the uh, sidewalks have rolled up, or they just, yeah, they just act like it isn't happening. And you're like, should I follow them? No, the answer is always yeah. no, unless you're, you know, wanting yeah. to forward the plot. And if you do, one of two things happens. Either they stoically ignore you, okay, or they stop and they all turn and look at you. And don't say a word. Or they, they'll say something like, you know, beware, be gone, you know. Or you got, you know, they're just giving you that look like, problem? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and they're all missing teeth. Big, big dark holes inside their mouths. No teeth. Or they're all green and mossy. Yeah, we're assuming you can see yeah. the, their faces underneath the big hood. Yeah. Well, you're not going to see, you know, most of their faces. But you might be able to see the lower part of their faces, you know. Where they, you know and, if you're lucky. Yeah. And, of course, <laughs> and the weird ones, of course, are the ones that have, like, the, you know, the, little, the little silver etchings on their teeth in the shape of pentagrams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have grill. They have grills, you know. Grill, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they have one. They have they have two canines that are especially long. Like you, freakishly long fangs, there, buddy. Canines. Fair enough. But humans if there's, humans if don't have humans don't have fangs, John. But if they do, then but they're the so they're canines. <laughs> But if they're long enough that you think fangs, then you might want to pick away. Yeah, but you're not going to accuse them of having fangs. That would be like you know trying to instigate something, right? Uh, I knew somebody who had a uh, who had a tooth that literally came straight out, you know, from their the, their mouth. You know, it wasn't it was like you know like it was almost like it was flat against their gums and stuck out. You know, I mean they 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 literally had a tusk. And uh, wow. Yeah. Other than that, pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay then. I'm just saying, you know, it was just kind of there it was, you know. So, you know, you either ignored it and looked at the other nice parts of the face, or you focused on it and were, were real creepy. <laughs> Remind, reminded of the, the the friends line with Chandler with the lady with the big head. Okay, let's try to find three. You know, five nice things about this girl. Cute hair, nice eyes, big tooth, big tooth, big tooth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't see that episode. Snaggle that, tooth. That from, sounds, uh, yeah. sounds yeah, funny. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, if it runs in the family, then you, you see, oh. once you see it, you see more of it. You know, all of a sudden, all the people that were hiding it, suddenly you start seeing that, oh, yeah, these people, says these are, is everybody in this town related to each other? <laughs> Why do they all have such big eyes? And then, you, and then you you get closer and you realize that 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 strange tooth is actually a prosthetic, and therefore everybody in town has gotten like you know caps that look like that. <laughs> Why is that? How, weird. Oh, yeah, again, weird stuff, you know. So, weird dentation, okay, uh, uh, 
you know, eyes that are bigger than they should be, eyes that are smaller than they should be. You know, now I personally think this is just a case of bad grooming, but really, really bushy eyebrows, especially the ones that meet the center. Okay, that, you know, I know that that creeps a lot of people out. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, hair on the back of your knuckles. And of course, any kind of polydactism where you have extra, extra fingers. Yeah. 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 Especially if they're like, if they twitch, <laughs> they draw attention to themselves. There was this one guy I knew, he was missing, um, uh, he was missing at least two fingers off one hand. Okay. And I literally did not notice it until he, he intentionally drew my attention to it. Yeah. I said something to him like, take 10. He says, I can only take seven. And I, <laughs> and I saw he only had, he only had a forefinger and a thumb. Everything else was missing. Yeah. And it wasn't like they got lopped off in surgery. I mean, literally, the hand sloped on the side. It was a, it was a congenital malformation. Oh, oh, oh So oh. that's one of the reasons I didn't notice it was because his hand was, you know, there wasn't something missing from the hand. The hand just didn't look like a normal hand. And his yeah. other hand looked perfectly normal. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, extra, extra ears. That's another cool thing that can happen. You know, it's you know they're they're super numbery. They they don't do anything. They're just like either below or they're behind the normal set of ears. What kind of books have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard of like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, wow. And of course, okay. and, well, if you want to get in the weird books, the people that I had this one guy, I had to, I, I I swear to you, this guy had his ear hair, you know, his ear canal, draped across his face and made a mustache and met the one from the other side. Oh, yeah. Must, mustache complete with the wax and everything. Wow. Yeah, self-waxing. Yeah. Self-waxing mustache. Oh, not, oh, so much for any snacks tonight. Wow. <laughs> and I, just I legitimately that. saw this at a convention. This guy was very proud of his ear hair and his girlfriend liked it too so it's like alrighty <laughs> so yeah you know stuff like that you know and of course we're not even talking about you know strange patterns you know spots things like that birthmarks you know but yeah if you start seeing things like that that are unusual you know and they seem to be part of the populace then you're like is there something here that makes those things grow? Or is this just, you know, a family line and these people are really inbred, you know, which could be, you know, lots of small towns, especially coal mining towns. You know, they you know, it might be a hundred years that everybody literally has, you know, has been marrying everybody else. And it just takes, you know, what, you know, one, uh, one extra, you know, somebody who has that like patch of, strangely pigmented skin and suddenly it's everywhere it seems okay or they're all sleeping on radium deposits <laughs> and they're all you know yeah all have burnt burnt patches of skin on their faces and arms and legs or whatever they don't realize that they're irradiating themselves so which was the basis for the movie die monster die uh the hero comes 
into the town. I forget exactly why. And of course, the rich family, you know, in the mansion, you know, he goes there, and uh, and, and Boris Karloff is playing the elder, um, uh, the elder dude there, and you know they and they have uh, you know like a uh, arborarium you know, uh, where they grow pl uh, plants and things like that and all these big long hallways. And he's and, and Boris Carlos' character is very, uh, you know, just wants him gone. But for some reason they can't do that because I forget why. You know, it's uh, whether he's a you know, long-lost relative or, you know, he's, uh, he, you know, he, he's going to marry, you know, some one of, the, one of the women folk or, you know, he literally has a, some kind of a, you know, right of government, you know, to, to ch ch check into things like from the health department at the state level. I don't know. But anyway, so he keeps hanging around, okay? And, you know, and he, uh, and he goes and, and he notices that there's movement in the arborarium. And when he finally goes, the doors are locked to it, and he goes into it, and of course all of the plants are way overgrown with tentacles, and they attack him and stuff like that. And it turns out there's this giant meteorite in the center of of the arborarium that the old dude, you know, basically thinks has special qualities, and he's going to sell it to the government for a fortune once he figures out what it really does. And what, of course, is what it's doing is it's mutating everybody and everything in the house. And finally, by the end of the movie, Boris Karloff leaps out of his wheelchair and proceeds to start killing everybody because now he's super strong because he's mutated. It's a great schlocky film. I recommend it. You know, again, it was one of those ones scared the pee out of me when I was a little kid. So, you know... Uh, Die! What a great name! Die, monster, die! I mean, yep, nineteen sixty-five. You, you yeah, go into that movie knowing what's going to happen. You know, you know oh, that yeah. there's going to be a monster. There's going to be lots of death, and you know. It says here it's a loose, in, a loose adaptation of Lovecraft's story, The Colorado Space. Yes, so. I was going to say it did sound like that. Yeah. Very loose in the sense that you know there's there's a weird object. Yeah, because I, I saw the recent one. Uh, you know that they did, and yeah, there's there's an object that falls from from space, and someone collects it and starts doing weird and weird things. So yes, yes, it, I've never read the original though. Uh, so, anyways, but I'm, I'm just saying that those are the you know uh, weirdly you know plants that start moving. That's always a good one. Uh, I have a Bureau Thirteen adventure that uh, was called Urban Decay about a section of Chattanooga that was basically on the decline and they were trying to make it better. You know, the government was putting money into the area, but there were still lots and lots of shuttered businesses and things like that. And the people started acting really odd. And, you know, the, the secret of the adventure, I'll tell you, is the fact is that somebody uh, had started an exotic plant business importing exotic plants and what they were doing is, is they were uh, they were importing plants that had Asian spirits attached to them who were proceeding to mess with the uh, mess with the the, 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 the humans that, that you know uh, that were since they weren't 
they weren't doing what the humans are supposed to do. They're not, you know, they weren't saying the prayers. They weren't, you know, uh, you know, giving them offerings. You know, they weren't even acknowledging their presence. They were, they were just planting them outside as decorative plants. And so they said, okay, fine. And so they started whispering in their ears and they started fouling their food and these people started getting weirder and crazier and things like that. And so things started happening in town. People would just be going down the street and suddenly just back in the hell out of somebody in front of them. And they get out and they just go in. They, they, they turn each other's faces in the meat and get dragged off by the police and, and the records would come and everyone's like, Ah, who knows? <laughs> they all go about their business, you know. And you, as in, in this case, it was a Bureau Thirteen thing, and they were, you know, it was there was a big uptick tick in violence in this section of town, and so they the Bureau wanted them to investigate what what's this violence coming from? Is this some kind of a, you know, uh, you know, uh, mostly what they were afraid of was they were afraid it was some kind of a drug new drug that was causing a, a increased aggression or maybe there was a uh, uh, you know some kind of a uh, unknown you know a toxic dump or something like that you know and so it turned out it was these these plants you know, that wasn't the plants either you know the plants are just where the spirits lived so you know it's like you know it, what are you going to do? I mean, you, 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 I mean, if you if you take dig the plants up and you pack them, and the 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 the, the critters will go with them because that's their home. Okay, so you can take them away and 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 take them someplace safer, you know, or at least take them someplace where maybe you could destroy them if you can figure out what kills, you know, uh, uh, Asian spirits. Which is probably nothing, you know, beyond like supernatural powers, you know, but. Um, but anyways, that was the that was the adventure, and uh, I, I it was relatively short. I could run at cons. They run around using their curling detectors, find traces all over the place, and trying to say, well, how can there be so many traces? <laughs> I don't understand. Like right, right. So and and just trying to put it all together. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where you know you have something. You know, and, and that, and, and and of course, that's the situation. We have a very normal town, and all of a sudden, something moves in, and starts causing problems. You know, that's a that's another red flag where there are some highly identifiable strangers who come into town, and you know, and and people don't want to talk to you about it, but at the same time, is that you see them riding around or doing something and. And you, you know, you're like, who are those people? You know, why do they have the big inverted crosses hanging from their cars? Like, 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 you know, people just, you know, make the sign, throw salt over their shoulders or something like that. So, yeah, they don't want to talk to you. So you have to convince them to talk to you. I'm always amazed that pe that that the uh, the in, in all the years I ran Bureau 13 that they did not use true seer more often than they did. They almost always tried to just convince these people that it was in their best interest to tell them the very thing that they've been trying so desperately to hide. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Trav, you got something else? Uh, oh. Another red flag for this strange small town? I, don't, I think we covered, all, I'm not thinking of anything else. We pretty much, mannerisms, um, well, I would say, as I said, I, the, the strange house on the hill, and they just poo-poo it. So, like, 
any type of strange building or site in the town. I think that would cover everything. Just I think I have another one more that I just thought of, and that would be um, odd physical th- phenomenon like time seeming to act different as soon as you walk into town. Like you could have sworn it was only two hours to sunset when you when you pulled in, but it's it, according to your watch, you've been here four hours, and and now it almost looks like noon. Oh, so like standard movie tropism, that bad movie tropism, or yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, inconsistent lighting, yeah, yeah, very inconsistent lighting. I was, I was literally saying, this is okay. It's like three hours till dawn, and then they walk out of the building. It's dawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? That yeah, just won't, means won't fire won't. your continuity editor. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was bad. Well, you know, I mean. I mean, especially today when you have all those day for night filters, so you can. Most people film yeah. everything in the daytime. They just make it look like night, you know, on the on the film. You know, but yeah, but yeah, do filters, yeah, or or yeah, so like that or strange cloud formations that you could have swore you didn't see on your way into town, but now it looks like it's about to storm. So strange weather, also. Yeah. Well, uh, I I have lots more. Um, so. Uh, uh, now, of course, as you were mentioning, the most obvious thing is if you get an aerial view of the town and you notice that, that the buildings are in the shape of some arcane symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if the road and building layout is, is an obvious pattern, yeah. Yeah, you know, like um, one of those um, uh, Pennsylvania Dutch hex signs. You know, the roads themselves, the outer thing, and then. The various symbols, the buildings are built a certain way to, and that's for, and and that's, and most hex signs are 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 done to protect. So that's one of the reasons why you know if you leave the town proper at night, bad things can happen. So everyone tries to keep you inside by whatever means necessary. You know whether it be you know uh, uh, really cheap motion pictures or uh, bonfires or you know. Um, you know, uh, an impromptu uh, festival, you know, <laughs> just, uh, you know, a lot of these are, you notice that, that this town has a lot of community activities. Every night, it seems there's like another one. There's a chili contest, and then there's, you know, a baking contest, and then everyone goes and trades shoes with everybody else and, and walks in somebody else's shoes for a day. You know, just like like the like the adage. Okay, just, just it seems like you know they're they're going out of their way to come up with reasons to you know be together and not you know not separately, not all by themselves. So, you know that's that, you know that should you know and the GM has to really help the the players. I mean, they should tell. You, know, you shouldn't just rely on your storytelling ability because so many of us think we have better than we actually do. Um, you know, you start saying that, you know, hey, you noticed this. And, you know, and they're like, we did? And like, yeah. You know, and then they, and, and of course, that always directs the players to go and do something and find something out. So, um, but then once you, uh, you know, once you get past all that, then there's some of the bigger things that can be going on. If you have access to the town history, to town hall, you know, to various things about the town, geography, um, national um, uh, uh, topo maps, um, other, oh, yeah. thing, other things like that, you know, uh, especially like, you know, maybe 20, 30 years ago, uh, the, the 
the government was thinking about making a dam nearby, and so the, the Corps of Engineers came in and did all kinds of research and stuff like that. Nothing ever seemed to come from it. The town voted against it, you know, even though it would have brought you know, thousands of jobs into the area. You know, they didn't want it. So, so you start looking for specific features. Okay? For example, abandoned mines. The entire town might be an abandoned town, you know, because the mine closed down. There are places out west like that, especially in the oh, Rockies, yeah. where there's, you know, one guy, you know, recently I was watching it on YouTube. He bought an entire town. And, you know, and, he, and it was a silver, a silver mine. He also bought the mine and everything else. And so he's finding all kinds of of. of, of places inside the mine where people were living and then there's the buildings outside and stuff like that. So you can, you know, or it could be nearby. So you have this town where everybody who used to live in the town basically moved somewhere else, you know. And could you have these abandoned mining towns in, say, on the East Coast, like Pennsylvania and in the Appalachians and all that? I mean, at coal mining, but yeah, still. Coal mining in Kentucky is, is famous. That's the East Coast. Yeah, my my great-grandfather, so this would be my dad's dad's dad, was the, comp was, there was old company town there, uh, sort of around near Altoona, so like South Central PA, and he ran the company store. So you know that there's still probably vestiges of those old company towns all throughout Pennsylvania and the Appalachians down going maybe down a little bit into the Smokies and just yeah you'd be finding them there on the eastern half of the nation yeah Titusville in northern central Pennsylvania is famous because it was one of the first commercially run um, oil uh, oil extraction um, sites and oh, okay. you know it's and the company Titus oil you know, and of course now, you know, it's if there is oil there, it's it's uh, they would have to steam it out like they do in some other places where you know the easy to extract oil is gone, and uh, everything else is uh, you know you have to inject steam into the rock and that heats the rock up and some of that oil that's more like sludge will then liquefy and then you can pump it back out but that takes uh, that takes money to do that it's expensive yeah. but when oil is going for you know a hundred dollars a barrel versus 15 17 like it was in you know early on in the 19th century uh, or i'm sorry the 20th century uh, there there are lots of oil wells and such where you know, when the oil price goes up, suddenly it becomes profitable to get the oil out of them, which is why it's so hard to determine how much oil reserves, uh, you know, like the United States has. Could be abandoned mines, uh, or it could be a mining town, but especially abandoned mines. You know, that were one time there was a they struck it rich, and uh, and then the town crashed after the mine played itself out. But then they rebuilt themselves again. For other reasons, maybe you know they built the town along a trade route, and so they became you know the, those kinds of people you know to uh, to do that. Another red flag would be if you know the ta the town's mine closed down and they still seem to be operating fine, but you don't know where the money's coming from anymore. Yeah, if, if they they've reused Native American burial grounds, 
especially if they were disturbed by earthquakes, flooding, or construction. That could be a big red flag of something could be going on in regards to that. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts. It is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. No commercial reproduction and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.